Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. listening to 5-Minute Folklore with me, Bob Shoy. Today we're looking into Scandinavian folklore for the first time, so please forgive some of my pronunciation on this episode. Referred to as many names across various countries, but mainly known as the Huldra in Norway and the Skogsra in Sweden, or as my pronunciation search on Google told me, Skogsra. But Skogsra is the best I can do. So that's what you're going to be hearing me say throughout this episode. For today's story, I've weaved together aspects from different tales of this figure across all of Scandinavia, as there are so many variations. So you may be familiar with some parts, or know the stories differently, but I will go into further detail on these differences after. I was mainly focused on looking into the Swedish Skogsroar, but there's also bits from Norway, bits from um, Denmark, Iceland, Germany, all sorts. So we'll go into proper detail after the story. So anyway, here's today's five-minute folklore. Long ago, a farmer walked into the forest in search of a cow that had wandered from his herd. Deep within, he came across the most beautiful woman he had ever seen, standing completely naked, with long, flowing hair. She beckoned him. Although he was married... He could not resist the temptation, and they made love right there in the forest. He could not stop thinking about her, and returned to the same place the next evening to find her again, and as before, they made love. They repeated this meeting every night from then on, but the lady in the forest never allowed the farmer to see her from behind. After a while, the farmer began to feel drained, but he still could not help himself from returning to the forest every night. He could never resist the woman. He eventually decided that he could not go on any longer. He had no energy left. He was so exhausted that he could barely walk anymore. During one of his visits, he asked the woman if she could give some advice for a bull he was having trouble with. All the bull does is mount cows all day. He's completely exhausted and drained. What would you suggest? The herbs, tibast and venderot. That will solve your problem. The farmer gathered the herbs and pinned them onto himself before visiting the forest the following night. As he drew closer, the woman called out. Tibast and venderot are sure. Fie on me for telling the cure. She turned and fled, 
and the farmer saw her from behind for the first time. She had a tail, and her back was hollowed out like an old tree. He returned home, finally free of her hold on him, sure that he would have been drained of his entire life force if he had continued. The woman moved from this area to Tiverden, a large park in Sweden. One day she watched a boy fishing who was having bad luck. He turned and saw her, struck by her beauty. Hello, she said. He was speechless. He then noticed a tail sticking out below her clothing and realised who she was. He had heard tales of the Skooksraw, the lady of the forest, and now he knew that she was real. He knew that you were not to mention her tale, and so politely said, Milady, I see that your petticoat shows below your skirt. Thank you, the lady responded. Maybe you should continue your fishing on the other side of the lake. The boy nodded and did so. For the rest of the day, he caught fish every time he cast his line. This was a gift from the Skooksra to thank the boy for his politeness. The Skooksra had decided that she wanted to marry, and while on her way through Sigdal in Norway, she meets a young man. She tells him, If you can keep me a secret, then I swear I will marry you one year from now. For the next year, he does nothing but brag of his engagement and the beauty of his bride-to-be. When he returns to her, she reveals her tail and proceeds to beat him with it, hitting him over his ears again and again, until he not only loses his hearing, but his wits for the rest of his life. Eventually, the Skooksra met a farmhand, and they decided to marry. At the wedding ceremony, after the vows, the priest lay his hands upon her, and she could feel her tail and the hollow of her back fading away, as well as the facade of her beauty, revealing her true, hideous form. But the marriage vows were sacred. Her husband felt tricked, and began to treat her badly, One day, while he was making horseshoes, she marched up to him and grabbed one, still red-hot from the forge, and bent it straight with her bare hands as a sign of her strength. This threat worked, and the husband treated her well from then on. I hope you enjoyed today's story and a huge thanks to Alice Bergfist for not only helping me out with a bit of research, but also providing the voice of the Skogsra all the way from Sweden. So thanks so much for that, Alice. I really, really appreciate it. Uh, I put that story together based on tales from all across Scandinavia. So you may be familiar with some parts of it or know some of it a little bit different to how I told it. But as with all these folklore stories, there have been so many variations over the years. So as always, now we're going to take a little bit more of an in-depth look at some of those variations and the origins of the Skooksra. And again, please, please forgive some of my pronunciations. (laughs) 
would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science, with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. So what are they? Um, since I'm covering both the Skuksra and the Huldra in one episode, as they are essentially the same creature, I'm first of all going to look at the key similarities and differences between them. So both are seen as the female ruler of the forest and of animals, sometimes thought to be one figure, sometimes a whole race of creatures. Singularly, she's the Huldra, or Skuksra. The collective species is known as the Huldra, and they're also apparently males called Huldra Kel who are said to be hideous, with long noses. She's described as appearing from the front as a beautiful and very seductive woman, with long hair, usually blonde, usually naked, sometimes described as wearing a crown of flowers, but from behind, her back is hollowed out, uh, like I said in the story, it looks like an old hollowed out tree. She usually has a tail. The Skuksra's is described as a fox's tail, and the Huldra's a cow's tail, usually. They can be dangerous and like to lure men to them, sometimes with hypnotic singing or harp playing. Most stories have her using men in a sexual nature, like the farmer from mine before, and she will reward men who can satisfy her sexually and kill those who don't, which is maybe a little bit drastic. They may have been trying their best. The rewards and punishment element um, comes up in a lot of the stories. They can be good or bad, you know, depending on the story or, or who they're interacting with. The Swedish stories of the Skuksra usually involve her seductive nature and her sapping the soul of men she sleeps with. And in Swedish folklore, she's a leader of wild animals and aids hunters. 
Um, and there are also stories of Odin holding hunts to catch and kill Holder or Skuxra or, yeah. The Norwegian stories, the Holdra, is said to live underground in the forest. Um, they will steal human babies and replace them with their own offspring and sometimes like to keep the men they lure in as pets. To catch them or get rid of them, you need to throw steel over them. The marriage part of my story from earlier, from the end, is one of the Norwegian variations, where they say that if she marries in the church, she will turn ugly, but with the strength of ten men. Now there's another um, folklore figure from Denmark, who I'm just going to quickly cover a little bit, because they're also considered similar to the Holdra. Kind of similar to the Holdra and also a little bit to elves, and that's the um, Danish Elverpian or Elverpigen. Again, sorry my pronunciations. Um, they are like the Skooksra, the Holdra, beautiful girls who can also be dangerous, who live in the forest. Um, but they dance in the forest, and men could not resist dancing with them, even if they knew it could lead to their death. They would drown people in bogs, create dim light in the forest to lead people astray so that they get lost, and they would also creep into your dreams and make you yearn for them. So, um, quite a few similarities between them and uh, the other figures we're talking about today. As mentioned before, the Holder could be helpful or harmful. The blessings and curses, or rewards and punishments, are often at the core of Holdra stories and are linked to the expression of always treating others the way you want to be treated yourself. So they were told as examples of that old expression in a lot of cases, and in those the Holdra is often kind to those who are kind or polite to her in return. She is known to have helped hunters by blowing down their gun, causing the rifle to never miss a shot, similar to the boy's fishing rod in the story earlier. Though in some stories, the hunter must first throw a coin over his left shoulder or leave a coin on a stump before she will appear to bless him. And she will always warn hunters of accidents or bad weather. Another story tells of a collier who was in need of a rest. The Holdra saw this and offered to watch his kiln while he slept, promising to wake him if there were any problems. In return, he agreed to leave provisions for her in a special place. So there seems to be a degree of respect between her and the men who work in and around the forest but a few warnings if you ever do run into her. 1. Never give her your name. 2. If you have sex with her, it's going to drain your soul. And 3. Being around her can cause you to lose your sanity. But there are a few ways to protect yourself from her. You can throw hot tar on her, burn her with a log from the fire, or, bizarrely, turn your clothes inside out. As always, there are a few variations of certain stories for me to choose from when I put mine together. So for this one, um, it was mainly the last section, the marriage section, where all the variations were. The fishing story seems to remain roughly the same in all interpretations I read, um, as did the hunter going into the forest um, and the braggart who she didn't marry. But that last section, there were lots of variations on that. So 
In mine, she turned ugly as soon as the vicar laid hands on her, but in others, it's as soon as she enters the church, or sometimes, she doesn't even turn ugly until after the husband starts to treat her badly, after the marriage. There are nicer versions of the story that exist, um, without her turning ugly at all. She just loses her tail at the wedding, and they live happily ever after. The other variation on the story, though, is the, the end with the bending of the horseshoe. That is the more common telling, but sometimes, um, in some versions of the story, she will lift up a large tree trunk instead to show her strength. So origins, and this is where some of my pronunciations are going to get really stretched. So in Norway, she is the Huldra, and I've already said many times that they call her Skuksra in Sweden, but they also have another name for her, and that's Telmea, which translates to Pine Tree Mary. In Sami folklore, she is known as Ulda, um, and there are also many links to the Icelandic and Faroese Huldufolk. There are some that think she originally comes from Germany after Frau Holder, who was the protectress of agriculture and women's crafts. Or some people think there's at least a link there between the two. Um, as far as the name, the Norwegian name, the first part of the name is thought to derive from the Norwegian word for covered, hidden or secret. And the ra part of the name, or ra, uh, means a keeper or warden of a particular area. So for example, the Holdra or Skogsra's domain is the forest. But there's also, and here we go with the pronunciations. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say how I would read it, and then I'm gonna attempt the pronunciation, which I think it's supposed to be like, to get both of these. Um, there's the Bergsra, or Bergsra, for the mountains. There's the Havsra, for saltwater, and there's the Siora, or now this is the tough one, um, Hira for freshwater. I might have completely butchered that pronunciation. It's um, it's a pretty tough one. So yeah, there you go. That's what the raw part of the name is for though. That's On its own it means a keeper or warden. There are also some origins in Christianity and I'm going to read this next little bit from Wikipedia. A tale recounts how a woman had washed only half of her children when God came to her cottage. Ashamed of the dirty ones, she hid them. God decreed that those she had hidden from him would be hidden from humanity, and they became the holders. So just a few examples of where she has shown up in media over the years. In 2012, there was a Norwegian film about the Huldra called Fail. Also, Neil Gaiman wrote a book with the Huldra as the main character as part of his popular American Gods series called Monarch of the Glen, an American Gods novella. I also found this poem online by Alan Hodgson titled Huldra's Woods. Huldra's Wood when early springtime's night winds sing Around the steaming cattle byre And smoke curls high through wicker slats Above the dancing great hall fire Old women pull the children near With knowing looks well understood 
Tonight only a fool would stray within the groves of Holdra's wood. As daytime leaves the greening fields and sunset paints the pale sky gold. As far horizons fade to blue and nightingale sings shrill and cold. The adder in his hide curls safe from those who seek his serpent's blood. He sleeps within the old stone cairn that marks the edge of Holdra's wood. Above us rides the scar-faced moon amongst the stars in wanton haste, whilst in the trees the tawny owls cry shuddering across the waste that separates our steading from the elfane host in cap and hood. They frolic now, unbidden, deep, within the groves of Holdra's wood. And thanks to Luke Martin for that reading. So it's time to start wrapping up. I hope you enjoyed the episode. I've got one last little fact for you. In the 1600s, men could be sentenced to death if they were believed to have had love affairs with the Skooksra. So if you want to contact me via email to suggest an episode you would like to hear or just to say hi, the email is 5minutefolklore at gmail.com. That's the word five, not the number. And you can also find me on Twitter at at Bob Shoy. That's at B-O-B-S-H-O-Y. If you want to help support the show, then please do leave a rating and a review on iTunes or tell someone else about it, tweet it, and anything. I appreciate all of that. As always, I hope you found the subject interesting and maybe you'll do a little bit of further research of your own. So a few thank yous before I just close out the episode. First to Nordic, whose song Doden you heard underneath the five minute story. You can find them online at nordicmusic.nu. That's N-O-R-D-I-C music.nu. Also, the violin piece you heard during the rest of the episode was written and played by Mikhail Frisk, titled Trasklot. Again, these are Scandinavian pronunciations. I'm trying my best. But you can find him on YouTube as Herr Spellman. That's H-E-R-R-S-P-E-L-M-A-N. Herr Spellman. And he has loads of great videos on there. So if you like that piece, there's lots of really uh, nice violin music and also his cat featuring in a few videos as well. And of course, thanks to you for listening. Also, one more thank you to Alice, who really helped me out with this one. So finally, I want to play us out of an original song I found online by someone with the YouTube username at Tyrell93. I tried to get in contact with her but couldn't, so I hope she's okay with this. If you hear this and you're not happy, please let me know and I will happily remove it. Anyway, this is Tyrell from Norway with an original song of hers titled Huldra.
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.